Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Ripping. Rip the week, Ripping. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 100 of Griffin with Griffin. I want to always thank Dopapod and Detective Design and all the guys that help make this great, great music. Uh, it's been a long ride, a long road, but we finally made it to 100 episodes. And I thank everybody for watching. And, you know, I don't even know what to say. So it's just going to be really a regular episode with a couple of surprises. But I really thank y'all for watching. Double line, double line. We will win the And so we have a short segment of real world advice from a grown ass man. Um, let's get it going. So, first one is I told a girl I love her. She said she loves me. Talking constantly, but she has a boyfriend. Well, I mean, I mean, love is what it is, you know, but this isn't right <laughs> because you are setting yourself up for failure. You know, you're starting on a bad foot. I mean, listen, if the relationship that this girl is in is not obviously not healthy, there obviously something's going on that she's dipping out in a way that. She's telling someone else that she loves them. So you already know that this is a tricky situation. Now, listen, I'm not saying that you have to give up this relationship or you have to be like, but obviously you have some chemistry. There's something there, but it might not be exactly what you think it is if everything was set up perfectly because it's almost like an escape hatch. It's almost like a parachute to get out because no matter what happens, well, there's always this other drama on the side. There's always this thing over your head, over the relationship. So, and, and what is it in you that you want to be a part of something like that? Do you want an escape? Do you want to make sure that, you know, you don't let yourself down and let that relationship down? Because now you know, well, this isn't right in the back of your head. You're thinking to yourself, well, this is this is somehow going to fail because this person has a boyfriend. So, you know, I don't know. I think that you should just be honest with yourselves and be like, hey, it's time to, you know, it's time to like back away and be like, hey, I think you should settle what's going on there so we can move forward. Or you have to understand exactly what it is. You know, it's, it, it's like just because you say the word love, it doesn't cancel out everything that's going on in that situation. I mean, that's the myth. I mean, the myth is love conquers all. But there's love, obviously, on the other side, too. That's why they got together. And that's why they're together in the first place. So this is not about love. It's, it's, it's about being practical. It's about being like, you know, just having common sense in this situation. I think you're asking this question because you're like, this don't feel right. Something's up here. What do I do about this? Well, you either fight for this love, fight for this relationship by going about it the right way. 
look, you already messed up. Y'all already did. You're cheating, right? You're already the other man, right? So either be like, okay, look, you need to settle that, get out of that so we can start fresh, or you're going to be just a side bitch. You know what I mean? That's what <laughs> that's what you are right now. And so if you're okay with that, I mean, it's not right. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's <laughs> what, what are you supposed to say about it? Like, we all know. I mean, I think we've all been in this situation where, you know, you're in some kind of weird relationship or you've, or you let yourself say and do things that you regret or not, or or you didn't, you wish you had done differently. But I mean, it is, it is what it is. You know, it really is what it is. So you just have to decide for yourself, like how far do you want to go in these circumstances? And cause it's going, it's not going to end well. There will be a real dark time, but you also will be able to come out of that if what you claim to have is real, you know, but you might also realize if if there's nothing holding you back, if there's no other boyfriend, if there's, you know, the situation is you, if you guys are free and clear, you might not want that. Neither one of you might not want that. So that's probably why. You're in this situation that you're in, but at least put yourself in that situation to be like, hey, is this what we want to do? Look, I'm not one of these people that's going to be like, you know, that's going to be it's wrong. So you should know because you already did it. The, the action's already been done. You've already been talking. You already got to an intimate level that was probably too far. So now you have to deal with the situation, deal with the circumstance of this situation. But moving forward, if you wanted to really. If you want it to work, if you want to feel better about your situation, you know what needs to be done and you should do it. So good luck. Feel lost and confused about life, career-wise mostly. I don't feel passionate about anything. Yeah. How do we find passion in things that, things in our life, things that we want to do? I mean, it really is about taking care of ourselves emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I mean, it sounds easy. It sounds easy how I'm saying it, or it sounds like, oh, that seems simple. But I mean, for real, I mean, when we're taking care of our body, we're taking care of that, that leads to taking care of our mind, you know, so it's like meditation. It's like doing the things that you are passionate about that you don't even realize you're passionate about them, even if it's small things. Just being more tidy, you know, maybe cleaning up, maybe making your bed in the morning. You have to find purpose in little things to build up to bigger things. I mean, when we say we're not passionate about our life, like, what are you trying to do? You know, that's the thing we don't even sit down and really sit down and ask ourselves, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? Do I want to go to school? Do I want to work? Why am I not happy? And, you know, the answers are there. You know, we oftentimes pursue jobs and we stay at jobs that we don't really like, that don't make us happy. We're in relationships. We feel stuck in relationships that we don't really want to be in anymore, but we feel like, oh, there's no other hope for anything else. Or maybe like our career path went down a way that we just kept it going and didn't realize that we didn't take any shots or chances. So you just got to step back and ask yourself, like, what do I really want to do with my life? And once you find that little kernel of like, oh, you know what? That sounds interesting. Plant that sucker, water it, fertilize it. It takes time to cultivate what you want to do and be. It's not going to happen overnight. If you're looking for a quick fix, you're not going to find it, especially not from me, <laughs> right? But I think that I think that we're living in weird times. So you have to understand that like because of the 
COVID and the uncertainty of our future, yes, I think there are some emotions and feelings that we all are feeling right now that make us feel like, oh man, what's going on in the world? What's going on with my life? I don't feel like I'm doing enough because we're all not doing enough or or we're not doing what we used to do like in my profession it's like i can't go to comedy clubs so i gotta go to do these weird shows outdoors and parking lots and the beach and drive-ins so that doesn't feel like is this what i worked my whole career for so that makes me feel unfulfilled but i have to sit back and remember that what's going on in the world affects what's going on in my you know my world so I would suggest that you take a breather, understand that whatever feelings you're feeling, it's really okay to feel them, and then start to really look at these little aspects of your life. How are your relationships? What kind of relationships are you getting into? And just your own self-care. Self-care is important. Are you eating right? Are you working out? Like really take care of your body, your temple, and it will start to lead to uh, better situations in your life. That's what I think. So, good luck. And here's one I think we all deal with, especially during these uh, political times, but struggling trying to educate some friends on their ignorance towards racism, homophobia, where's the line? Well, that's a good question. Where is the line? I mean, a lot of times, you know, you can have friendships with people who are, say, you're a Democrat, they're a Republican. I mean, you know, you just get to a point where you go, well, we're just not going to talk about politics. Or even if like religion, I mean, there are people like someone's Catholic, another person's Jewish, another person might be Muslim. You know, does it work smoother? If that's it, more smoothly if everybody has the same thought thoughts and everybody has the same religions and politics? Probably, maybe, or that's just or you you just check that off the list of the things you don't have to worry about, and other things might come up. But listen, we're all different creatures. But that being said, if you feel that your friends are are have a belief system that is just completely opposite of yours and they're not getting it when you try to talk about it calmly or if you just try to have a a, a real intellectual back and forth with people and they still feel the same way in, in in terms of the views of racism and you know homophobia well then you got to reconsider like are these people do, are these the kind of people I want to hang out with or you just have to recognize, oh, these are my friends that don't like gay people and are real ignorant about this or that, or they have racist views, and you just you just know, well, I'm getting other things from them, and I have to just you know step back. I mean, what how do you what do you want to do? You know, you can't change people's minds. All you can do is all you can do is worry about how you feel about things. You just have to lead by example, you know. But if it's really starting to bother you, for all of us, if you're hanging out with somebody who just like if you're hanging out with somebody, even if it has nothing to do with these kind of subjects, you could be hanging out with somebody that drinks too much. They may not necessarily have a drinking problem, but they're the kind of people that like to party all the time, right? They want to go to the club every other night. They like to get they like to get turned up, you know. And you, it's just not your thing. You got to go. Ah, uh, you know. I'm not going to go out with you guys. But if that's the thing that they want to do all the time and they want to do it with you and you can't, then. You have to find other ways to be friends with this person or you just go, well, you know, we tried and I need to find people who have my similar interests. So I know you obviously care about these people and you don't want 
But then you don't also don't want to be like the, you know, the guy preaching at everybody all the time. I've been in that situation where I've been that guy. You know, I remember when I was in high school, all my friends were drinking and smoking and doing all this stuff. And I was the one being like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. You know what ends up happening? People start to go, ah, I don't want to hang out with that guy. They just go, all right, uh, we're going to go do this. And they just, that's what, that's what happens. So, which might be the best thing for you. So, I know that's a hard situation. You've tried, and make sure you try it with love and compassion. And when it doesn't work, you got to make that choice like, sorry, but I got to move on. Good luck. All right, here's our video question of the week. Hey, what's up, Griff? Big fan. So, uh, my question is after a bunch of bad relationships, I feel like I've lost my mojo. Uh, what advice could you give me? Okay, so this one is, um, wait, let's get it. Let me make sure I'm getting it right. Make sure I'm getting it right. So he's a big fan, which I do appreciate. But after some bad relationships, he feels like he's lost his mojo. Any advice? Well, you know, it feels like I'm. It feels like I'm giving the same advice to everybody every week about this type of thing. It's like you don't lose your mojo. You just start. You're you're just doubting yourself. You're starting to feel like you're not doing the things that you did before. So you got to think back. What were you doing before? But the way you get your mojo back, the way you feel confident and about yourself, is to like start taking care of yourself. To do things that make you feel good about yourself. Whether that be succeeding at your job, whether that be like cleaning up your house, whether that be, you know, starting to work out, whether it be meditation, whether it be like those things that you do that give you that feeling of like, yeah, I'm the man or yeah, I did it. So you got to start doing those, more of those things. I mean, just because you had bad relationships, I mean, it is what it is. Because even if you look at those relationships and you start to really intellectualize like what happened in the relationship that um, made it go sour. You know, you you can't just blame yourself completely. You, it's a two-way street. But you can look at that relationship and be like, you know what? I stopped doing this. I stopped looking after me. I stopped, you know, because like I was in a relationship a long time ago. And I remember that um, one of the things that that I realized was that I wasn't doing the stuff I needed to do for me. Like I wasn't pursuing my career. I wasn't taking care of my health. I got so fat, like fatter than I even was when you guys saw me, <laughs> which in recent years, you know, and, and then you look back and you go, well, I would have broken up with me too. So, and, and I told myself after that, I would never not look after myself. I would never not like pursue my career and like make sure that, you know, I, I make sure that I'm, I'm right there. It's like 1A, 1B in terms of like, especially if you get into a great relationship, you know, you got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself too and doing your part. So look back on those relationships and be like, what was I not doing? How did it fail? Because you're blaming yourself and you shouldn't. It's not your fault. It's not all your fault. You know, it's not. And you can look back and be like, well, you know what? I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing that. And do those things now, you know, do those things now and you'll be fine. You know, but don't take like all this burden on yourself, like as if you did, you know, like you're the criminal in all this situation. It, you're not. So start looking after you. Start working out. Do all those things that make you feel good. Because when you feel good, people around you are going to be like, hmm, that guy feels good. Then you're going to have confidence in yourself. And when you have confidence, that's attractive. Okay. So get that mojo back. All right, guys, that was real world advice from a grown ass man. This is my relationship update. And I thought to myself, what better way for 100th episode 
to have my relationship update with the person that I'm in a relationship with. So welcome to the podcast for the first time. You've heard a lot about her. If you listen to my gaming channel, you already know about her because there's emotes about her. All my gaming fans already know about Rachel. But here she is in the flesh, in the Riffin' with Griffin studio, live for episode 100, my girlfriend, uh, my fiance, Rachel. Thank you. That was a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciated that. Why, why? It's an honor to be your 100th <laughs> episode. <laughs> you stop acting weird. <laughs> stop acting weird. She's in like, you're like in presentation mode right now. Well, like, this is Hello, the, hi. <laughs> the third try. I'm just trying to make the best of it. Oh my God. Yeah, this is. I think that uh, quarantine has been COVID, quarantine, everything. I mean, I think people are in two stages of their relationship. They're either in, I need to get out of this damn thing. What am I doing? I can't live with this person for the rest of my life. Or they realize, wow, I worked through all this stuff and I this is the one for me. The I hate you or I love you stage. Yes. I hate you or I love you. Um. What are you in right now? (laughs) (laughs) You hate me and I love you. No, I do not hate you. She's just driving me crazy. You just drive me crazy sometimes. You know that? You drive me crazy with your just, but it is what it is. We just work differently is what we are realizing. (laughs) It's it's part of what I love about you, though, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like you're, there you go. Thank you. I'm just trying to sit up with my posture. Yeah, because she saw herself on the camera and was like, I'm slouching, my shirt is wrinkled. You know, she's such a prissy, you're such a a princess about these kinds of things. But I get it. It is what it is. I I thought I looked a little fat on that last take. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna sit up taller, (coughs) be clearer. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, We're doing good. You know, I think I don't know how everybody else's relationship is out there, but this has definitely accelerated uh, our relationship. I don't know. Well, week one, my mom kicked me out of my house and we're now living together. Yeah, it was like uh, we're closer than ever now. Right. I think so. It was it was difficult at first because, you know, you, you listen, when you're in a relationship, you you realize that you make time to spend with someone and then you're doing that spend time stuff you uh and then you have time then you know oh i'm going away she's going away he's going away i'm going back to my own place and then then you're like whoo you can just breathe and decompress but when you like live with somebody there's no time for that you're just always around each other so you just have to learn to you you learn like a a language a dance which we've been getting to know in the kitchen Yes, because the kitchen at first the kitchen was a nightmare because she likes to do things completely different than I like to do things. You know, it, like like this. Let me tell you how Rachel wants. To, <laughs> this how <laughs> this how Rachel cooks. So I, like, we, we, she comes in the kitchen, she turns the stove on, puts the pot on the stove, and then goes, "What are we making?" That's, <laughs> that's first up preheating the oven. Preheating the skillet. You, it's not a skillet. It's a nonstick, expensive. <laughs> you literally just went. I said, I, I said, make something, and you put the pot on, turn it on. I say, yeah, what are you doing? You can't. You can't just. You can't just start the stove without. There's no prep. There's no prep with her. 
So this was a problem at first. And then she didn't like my attitude because I'm whatever about my I, I, my bossy demeanor in the kitchen. So that was bothering her. And then her like blase attitude about where things go and how we do things was bothering me. But then cut to like seven months later, we're in the kitchen just zipping around each other, you know, spinning them back and giving each other kisses. Bumping butts. Yeah, bumping butts. <laughs> and, and not even minding. And not minding. I think that that is... I think that we've found a way to work through all the all the bad stuff, and you know, I, I wouldn't change it for a million years. Thank you. Yeah. I would change a few things about you, <laughs> but we're working on it. Wow, team, we're working on it. It's a community wow. effort. Wow. So, so, oh, oh so we trying to be one hundred on here? That's what you're trying to? Because I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can go down my list of things. <laughs> This woman, man, I swear to God. Okay, so we are, like I said, if you heard earlier, I said fiance, engaged. It is a weird process. It's weird to be engaged in um, COVID. Me and my buddy Mo Mandel got married. We were invited, but it was up in Oregon. You know, and I, as I said to you, I was like, we we obviously didn't go. We're not going to Oregon. Sorry. You know what I mean? But, Even though I love weddings. Yeah, but it's just one of these things. It's so weird. We actually were invited to like three weddings. My other buddy, I don't even know if they even did their wedding. It was going to be up in this like farm up in like Montecito or whatever it was. So it's like, it's weird times. But so for me, it's like I, Rachel doesn't like surprises. Okay. I know this about her. She, I was like, he, she does not like surprises. Right. I don't even want to speak right. for you. You don't like surprises. Correct. So when I was like, when we knew it was time, it was like, okay, let's get, I want to get married. I, I knew she's the one. I knew I couldn't just go out and get a ring. Right. Right. I wanted to do my research. I wanted to look. I love to shop. So. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I didn't want anything to be taken from me. Right. So we're in the process of that. She even made an appointment at the different ring places. We're going to go in and look together because she wanted me to go with her. I didn't want to go. I had my own reasons because I, I, I wanted I, I wanted her to. Figure out what she wanted, and then I go on my own, so it could be a little bit of surprise. So I feel like I, you know, that's what I wanted, but she didn't want that. I mean, I understand that, but I just always, in the back of my mind, remember my mom, like maybe five years ago, she was like, it was like one of their big engage or um, one of their anniversaries, anniversaries, and she finally had the courage to speak up and say can i get a new ring i've i've never really liked this one. Oh wow and obviously my dad was like of course get whatever you want you know we've been married this long yeah. so like she finally got the ring that she wanted but um from that i took with me like might as well speak up in the no, beginning no. i get that so we were, okay. So, and I took all that on. I was like, okay, great. If that's how you want to do it. Because you don't know, like, what you're supposed to do in these situations. You just go based off movies. You know what I mean? Right. You know and I, I mean? never it's- really looked at rings. And when I walked in the store, they're like, what cut do you want? I'm like, what cut do you have? Yeah. So then it turned into, like, a whole thing for her. So cut to, I want to do it. We're scheduled an appointment. COVID hits. We're in quarantine. We even had an appointment during 
COVID, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we even went to work, but it, but it was like, they didn't, even, they didn't even want to see us. They didn't no. even want to see us. So, you know, so cut to, we're now locked away. My business shuts down. You know, there's no comedy. There's no acting. There's no nothing. So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, too, like, when am I going to make money again? Like, you know, I have savings. I'm a frugal guy. So I got all my money in the bank. You know what I mean? I, I like to, I've always thought, because when you're in the entertainment business, Every job I get, when the job's done, I think I'm never going to work again. Yeah, and even my hours got cut. So I was very understanding as well. The whole world changed. Yeah, the world changed. So uh, to her credit to you, was very understanding about like, I can't get you this like big old diamond yeah, ring. Yeah, I mean, even my best friends were getting married and they had a, you know. They had to downsize. Do, yeah. So I totally, yeah. I get it. Okay, so cut to, then I went on a Zoom call with her family because we do this. Her family does this great Zoom meeting, which was my idea to continue it. It started on, uh, was it Passover? Yeah. Passover. You have the, the dinner of Seder, right? You have a, the Jews have this. The yeah. Jews love to celebrate shit, okay, by the way. And the first two <laughs> nights are very important. So right. we did, each side of the family had a night because I have a large family. Yeah, she has a big family on either, both sides of her family. But it was hilarious, your grandma trying to make the Zoom work on her iPad. So that was like, I talked about it on my podcast, by the way, because it was so funny. Just her like, I don't see it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just her face on the screen, and she's like looking for the button. So that was fun. So then she really enjoyed it um, because she's in Florida. Where in Florida? My, um... We're not to, I don't say what city I'm saying. We're not, we're not going to give her address. Coral Gables. Oh, yeah. So she's in a, like a nice part of Florida. But she's in this retirement place. It's like an independent living. But they're very strict about the quarantine because she's in that, uh, a risky age range. You know, she's in that age range where if COVID hits, it could decimate that whole place. So they're really worried about that and they want her to be safe. So we zoom in. She's by herself. It gets lonely. It's depressing. So here's the family coming in with like, hey, here we are. And then First- I – Go ahead. Yeah, so after Passover, we decided to come up with topics every week to, like, make a video about something to, like, present to my grandma. So it's not – so it doesn't take a long time. It's already, like, put together, and it's kind of like a show and tell from each side of the family, like, everyone. And her family really gets into it. Like, they all, like, they all, like, they put together these really elaborate videos her uncle Aaron, like he thinks he's a history teacher. <laughs> so this this dude, like he'll <laughs> he'll be like, uh, here's here's uh, something from in nineteen eight in eighteen fifty five, and the blah blah blah. And he like goes into that. Her aunt is a psychologist, so she likes to like dig in deep and like get in everybody's business. You know what I mean? Love her. You know what I mean? She's just. And then, and then all her cousins, and they, they, they want to be actresses, and they're fun. They, they're doing their TikToks, and they're doing all this stuff. And we're presenting all this to Bubby. Booby. How do you say it? Bubby. 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 It's very Jewish. Yeah, she's so Jewish. She's great, though. And she's a sharp woman, bright. That's one thing I, I really, especially because in my situation, because my mom is like got dementia, and so it's difficult to like. So when I see a woman who's like older than my mom, and she's still sharp. Your grandma's sharp. You know, she. She's like she's like a detective. She'll ask like that's why it's tough to be on the Zoom if you're like new, like because they are tough on you. Like like her, her cousin Jake brought his girlfriend on the Zoom, <laughs> and everybody was like, "So where are you from? What are you studying? Tell us about yourself." You know, <laughs> so it's very like, nosy. They're, yeah, they're nosy. We love the drama. Nosy, dramatic family, but they're great. 
Um, so we did the Zoom, and then I suggested after the Passover, I said, you guys should do it every week. It seems like your grandma really loves it. Rachel passed on that message, and then now they're doing it. And we've been doing it for months now. You know, and I think it's and I think it's a great way to stay in contact with your family. There's something you would not have done before. Like COVID has made us find different ways to connect, and I think it's great, right? What do you think about what do you think about the Zoom? Um, I love it. Um, I don't always get to be on the Zoom calls because of work, but honestly, now I almost want to take off Sundays just to yeah. have this one day of like family day. Yeah, it is it is a it is a nice thing and I do suggest I do suggest you all do that. So that's that's the, you know what's been going on. And then instead of like getting Rachel a ring right now because her car was a mess was breaking down. The AC didn't work. The radio didn't work. The blinker didn't work. The lock didn't work. The lock didn't work. Everything. So I got Rachel a promise car. You know, believe me, it's not a Mercedes. It's a car she wanted actually. She because Rachel's a research person, so she was looking at YouTube videos and comparing all the models. And I had a certain price range, so we got her a promise car. <laughs> with, you like it, right? Yes, with a. 360 camera, favorite feature. I don't know what I was doing without one. Rachel didn't have a reverse cam like an animal in her last car. Like like, like we living in the Stone Age, you have to turn your neck to reverse her (laughs) last car. Like it was ridiculous. I hated driving that car. But this is something that I'm glad you brought this up because this is something that. So now Rachel got the camera. She cannot park. The car. Not at all. Without turning the front camera on now. You know, people behind me get upset because I People need in to, the car get upset. <laughs> I need to turn the camera on yeah. before turning. It's So she's in her element. And I know people get a little bit like weirded out. Like weirded out because something we should talk about. Because I don't know if you know. I don't know. I told you, but I didn't really go into detail on it. But so Rachel's tall. You're like, how tall are you? I'm like a good... You're six. six. You're she's six foot. She got a six in a number. So that's tall for a for a woman, you know. So she, and she's tall. She's slender, and she has trouble getting jeans. So on my I'm on my game stream, Eric Griffin Gaming, which I do every day. Um, and, and oh yeah, you can get some merch. Rachel has some merch on right now. Eric Griffin Gaming merch, very quality. It's good stuff, and she's actually going to be in charge of it to change some of designs and stuff like that. But anyways, she has trouble buying jeans. You know? There's literally one website I've gone on from the age of like 13 to now of like where I would buy my jeans. Yeah. And because. But recently they started not running out of my size. Right. Because it's not that. It's also not that she's just tall. She's also all legs. You know, Rachel's like her torso is like this big. Then it's like head. And then it's like legs. <laughs> You got a long, she got long legs. Your inseam is like something ridiculous. It's 37 inches. Yeah, she got a 37 inseam. Okay, so she can't find jeans. So, and Rachel's fancy. You fancy. I mean, I'm not fancy enough to you have fancy. a tailor or custom made jeans. Wow. You see where her brain went? Okay. Right. But you but, fancy. So she's on some website. I mean, the website I usually buy, it's usually like $29. For a pair of jeans. So I'm not used to spending a lot of money. But then I found these jeans at Neiman Marcus and they fit but what's the brand, perfectly. Though? They're Celine. Celine is the brand. Okay. They fit her, but they're how much? 
$800. They're $800. You heard me correct. $800. So, let me just, you. I'm going to get back to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, she's telling me that she comes in my room. She's like, I found some jeans. They're $800. And I go, are you crazy? You're not going to spend $800 on jeans when I know I, we can find jeans. I go online because I'm talking shit. I'm like, I'll find you some jeans. What's your size? I go online. And sure enough, you can't find this particular size. No, they're hard I, to find. You, you, and every website you go, you go t- jeans for tall women. Uh, look, thirty-seven inseam. You go to all these sites, and I found the one. They're sold out. You can't even pre-order. So I go. I guess these are the only jeans. And then she's like, "See, I told you. I felt bad. The gaming has been going well. I've been making some money at that." And I go, "You know what? I'm gonna buy you the jeans." So these are the jeans. Yeah. So I'm wearing the jeans. Okay, but online on social media there's this big thing going around this big article about how celine jeans didn't fit the like um the fit model for like a photo oh, the, shoot oh, oh wow so like well, they say you the need to be modeling size. <laughs> you need to be modeling well you know, actually, I did freak out a little bit when I went in the store and I wasn't the size that I thought I was either. But, I mean, I started birth control this year, so I did gain a little weight. So, I had to go up on size. So, like, I just thought... By a little weight, you mean, like, what, a, a, a two pounds? I mean, I just thought I had to go up the size. I didn't think anything of it other than I gained some weight. But... It wasn't a big deal to me because, like, when you mean size, you mean like the waist size or like the what? What what size? You go up a jean size. Oh, like it's not that big of a deal, but like if you're like in a photo shoot and they're buying like or they're like borrowing like sample sizes and you don't fit into the clothes, then they don't have any images to use from the photo shoot because they're like you don't fit in the clothes, and then. It makes the model feel bad because they didn't fit and they kind of blame it on the model. And what they're doing is like kind of blaming it on Celine because they're not making these jeans that actually fit humans, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Only like these virtual women who obviously don't take birth control. Well, I mean, that has nothing to do with it, but. Or who fluctuate in size is really what you're trying to say. So, okay, so then, but these jeans still fit you fine. I mean, I don't mind going up the size. No, 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 but the point is the jeans. They fit me perfect. Thank you, Celine. All right, so. I will be back. Okay, well, with your own money. um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, so then I got, you know, I got into a little thing. Like, somebody was sending me a message like, in these tough times. Oh, yeah. The fact that you're spending that kind of money on that. And listen, guys, look. Even my dad listened to your podcast about that yeah. and got on my case and goes, Rachel, do you need these jeans? I know. I don't. Eric's fans don't like them. <laughs> it is what it is. You know and what? I'm I not get gonna, it. But let, let me finish. I'm not going to apologize for doing okay. The gaming has been doing well for me, and I've gotten a lot of great opportunities. I've worked hard in my career. If I want to spend $800 on my chick, that's my business. Yes, I'm putting it out here, and it's if you want to feel the way you want to feel about it, that's fine. But I don't care. Just to be honest with you, like deal with your own deal with your own shit. You know, if you have a you have you know that's that's your thing. I can't save the world. I do what I can to give entertainment to people. People send me messages 
on the daily saying like, hey, thanks for the content. I really need it. So, hey, I, I, I took a moment. It makes my girl happy. I bought her the damn jeans, and here they are. Yeah, and I appreciate it. And I've never been able to walk into a store and buy jeans that actually fit, like floor-length jeans, and I love them. I, I, that experience alone. Well, there you go. See, so that's just uh, that that's that's the update. That's what's been happening with us. Um, you know, like I say, things are good, right? I think things are good. Um, things are great. Yeah, things. Oh, I like that. That that's a good way to say it. Things are great. You know, I don't know how everybody else is doing out there during during. You know, these strange times, if you're in a relationship and you're feeling weird about it, I mean, I, I mean, I've definitely cried every day. What do you mean you've cried every day? But you cry you know for no it. reason anyway. Yeah. Rachel will cry. Okay. I wish I could remember the stupid movie we were watching. This is before COVID. We're sitting in the theater. It's the dumb movie. We're saying to each other, wow, this is movie's terrible. But then <laughs> cut to, there was like a brief touching moment at the end of the movie. I look over, I she's bawling. Like she cried. <laughs> <laughs> she will cry at anything at any time. Just like if there's like anything touching on the screen, even I like, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. So like, you know, when we, in, in the proposal, it's like, so like Rachel has this thing. I had this thing where I like, well, let me pre-propose practice. So then I get anything. Like for instance, if I, I would get this because it has like, a thing on it and I would be like baby <laughs> love of my life will you be my bride and then I would do like be like a practice proposal <laughs> and then I love it and then she starts and crying every time we cry <laughs> hey we. we I cried a couple times too because you really get I really feel like it's oh, touching it and is this is how it feels Yeah, it's just as good as any ring yeah, but you still want a ring. I still want a ring. Woman's obsessed well, with diamonds. Well, I mean, when you are, like, born thinking, like, one day you're going to get married and have a wedding ring, like, I don't know. You just. Hey, you don't have to apologize for it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it, it, it that... All of my relatives are happily married, and it's just, like. Are they happily married? <laughs> you. <laughs> Well, it's gonna be another episode. <laughs> like we'll delve into our we'll, of who doesn't show up for the Zoom. Yeah, movies. we'll delve into Rachel's family's uh, yeah, you know, weird relationships later. But listen, babe, um, thank uh, you for having me. I love you so much. Yeah, I love you too. Thank you, Griffin fans. Griffin Rif- Gaming. Griffin with Griffin. Griffin with Griffin. Woo, 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 woo. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know if I have the. I have the oh, I do have. The, okay. Well, I don't know if I have it on, guys. Maybe I. Maybe, can we do it together? Maybe I should take the time to uh, finish it off. You know what? I'm gonna get it right now. I'm gonna do one of those Rick Glassman cuts, guys. Ready? Hold on. Yes. So we did it, and so Rachel wants to hit the woo woos, and so, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, from the great detective design is and uh, Dopapod, the great band, the great jazz funk band made this song for me. So, as you know, for episode 100, your favorite podcast, episode 100, and you guys, you know the name. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do, Rach. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I always hand the singing mic over to the guests. So, what you got? Ladies and gentlemen, thanks a lot for watching. This is episode 100. This is my beautiful lady, Rachel. We did it. Uh, 100 episodes. I'm looking for 100 more. So please, please keep subscribing, listening, sharing, and doing all that great stuff. And you can also catch me on Eric Griffin Gaming every single day uh, on Twitch. And I always put the videos up on YouTube also. So, And thank you for watching. And I will see you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Nope, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>